Hello and welcome to Dear Franny Season 5. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience because I have been promising Season 5 for months, y'all, since 2022. And here we are in May of 2023. And I'm finally making good on that promise. So my sincerest apologies to you for not showing up for my community and my audience in this way. So I apologize, but I'm back now and I'm not just back with a random episode. I'm back with a whole season. I got a whole season planned out for you all. So I'm really excited about what's to come. I got new podcast artwork that I made the other night on Canva because I'm obsessed with Canva. And I'm just feeling really energized for this season. And I hope that you can feel that energy. And I hope that you are down for this ride with me this season. And this season is all about love. I mean, this is a podcast about love. And I'm going to take this opportunity to just reintroduce myself because I don't know, maybe this is the first time you're hearing this episode. You might have just heard me somewhere else and now you're finding Dear Franny podcast for the first time. And maybe you just want a refresher because you're like, yeah, what are you, what are you up to? What's going on? So here's my reintroduction. (laughs) So I'm Francesca. You can call me Franny. A lot of people do. And I help people with love and what that looks like specifically. It looks like coaching and writing and podcasting and working with brands and hosting events and being the head of my membership community, the True Love Society, where I provide coaching and education. And there's an amazing community in that group that I'm so happy to have formed. And yeah, so there are lots of things. I just gave a TED Talk, so that was pretty cool. In April, I had the opportunity to talk on the biggest stage ever. I mean, not just figuratively, because obviously TED is a huge platform, but actually literally because this is at the annual TED conference in Vancouver, and the stage is physically enormous. It was my second time at TED. I was there last year in Vancouver for the conference. And the first time I saw that stage, I was like, oh my God, that is the biggest stage in the world. That is terrifying. How could anyone talk on that stage? But I also have had a long-term manifestation goal of giving a TED Talk. So last year, I was initially intimidated by the stage. And then I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to have to wrap my head around it because I'm going to be on that stage one day. So, all right. And I had a week of TED Talks last year to just get comfortable with the idea of being on that stage. And this year I had the opportunity. And I got to tell you guys, it was definitely, in addition to being a huge manifestation, and so it just being so gratifying in that regard, What was really unexpectedly amazing about it for me personally was, so the night before my TED Talk, and so for those who are listening who don't know this, so you don't have a teleprompter at TED, so you memorize your talk, you memorize your talk, and you're allowed to have notes on hand. There's a little side table where you can have notes. I had notes in my back pocket, 
Um, I had my talk in my back pocket and I only had two and a half weeks notice that I was going to be speaking at TED this year. Typically, people have six months or more to prepare their TED Talks and to rehearse and work with their coaches and all of that. And I still got to work with the coaches at TED because they're just incredible. And huge shout out to the entire TED community because it's just really an amazing community. And if you have the opportunity, if you're interested, if you like TED Talks and you have the opportunity to attend TED in Vancouver, I just cannot recommend it enough as just an incredible life experience. But anyway, so I had two and a half weeks to prepare. And it just so happens that the two and a half weeks before TED were incredibly, incredibly busy. I was putting the finishing touches on a course that I created called How to Date with Intention. I'll have a link to that in the show notes if you're interested in checking that out. I was just so busy that I didn't have time to stress about TED. I didn't have time to go shopping for some special outfit. I just had to get everything done and get on a plane to Vancouver. So it wasn't until I was in Vancouver that I really had the time to start to really memorize my talk. I got there on a Sunday and I spoke on Wednesday. So I had a few days, but I was also attending the conference and, you know, going to events and doing all the things. It's a really jam-packed week. So basically when I was in my hotel room, I would just take the time to go through the talk. And up until the night before, I didn't have it totally nailed. There were just a couple of lines that I just couldn't quite, they were lines that I had changed and I really wanted to stick with the change, but I just kept on getting hung up on them. And, and so the night before I had this moment, I was in the bathroom, in my hotel room, and I'm practicing my talk and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, damn it, I keep on messing up this line. And I knew, obviously, I knew I could have notes and all of that. But my talk is short. It's only about three and a half minutes. Because it's so short, I chose my words very carefully. And I really knew what I wanted to say. And I wanted to say every word. And I wanted to say it in the order that I wrote it because it all had meaning. And so I had to just look at myself in the mirror and say, the universe did not bring you to this point after years of wanting to be on this TED stage to fail you now. Like, you've got this. Like, just go to sleep. And I went to sleep and I woke up the next morning. As I lay in bed, I just went through the talk a few times in my head and I got through it each time in my head. And I was like, okay, that's it. It's in there. Now I know it's in there and I can just relax and I'm not going to try to cram, you know, at the last minute. And I didn't. And, but when I went on that stage and I'd given myself permission ahead of time to just take a breath before I started to just walk there, take a deep breath and then start. And that's exactly what I did. And it all just flowed. I almost couldn't believe it. I, it was somewhat of an out-of-body experience. <laughs> I wasn't nervous. I wasn't, it just all flowed. And when I got off stage, I just was, you know, greeted by just amazing TED people and my coach. And it was just great. And I just immediately started crying. And I realized, I was like, wow, I was really holding on to a lot of emotion here. <laughs> the cool thing about it for me was just that I felt that fear and I did it anyway. And so that's been just a really powerful lesson to relearn. Just that lesson of it's about being courageous. It's about just taking imperfect action, not trying to, when I say imperfect, I mean, not trying to be perfect, knowing that all you can do is your best. And, 
you know, at some point it becomes self-sabotaging. And I don't really like that term self-sabotage because I don't think we're actually trying to sabotage ourselves, but we are trying to keep ourselves, quote, safe. And sometimes that safety conflicts directly with what we want, right? And so staying, quote unquote, safe in this situation would have been not giving a TED Talk, right? But that wasn't what I wanted. And so I was just really proud of myself, regardless of what happens, regardless of who sees it and what happens now. I'm just really proud that I felt the fear and I did it anyway. So hopefully this story can inspire you to feel a little bit more brave because um, I don't know, I probably looked like I was so ready and I was ready because I got ready, but I didn't feel necessarily that ready. (laughs) But it all worked out anyway. And it's all it's all divine. So that's just a little bit about what has been going on and what I've been up to. I won't bore you with everything that's been going on. But you know, 2023 has definitely been a busy year. It's been somewhat of a stressful year. You can probably relate. It was a week ago or a week before last where the US Surgeon General released this loneliness advisory and had these very really striking statistics and data about the loneliness epidemic that's happening right now in this country. And I'm sure it is around the world as well, but I'm here in the US for sure. And just the the physical toll that loneliness takes, obviously mentally and emotionally, it takes a toll, but it's very unhealthy for us to be disconnected from one another. And we've been disconnected for so long. And I think what is really needed now is for us to bring a lot of intention around finding a place of connection and a point of connection internally. And that's something that I've been really focused on because even though I'm, you know, I'm fortunate to have a wonderful partner who I live with and the world's greatest dog, (laughs) you know, and I have friends and I have community and I family, but ultimately we're only going to feel as connected to the people around us as we're able to feel connected to ourselves. Because it's not just about having someone else around. It's also about being able to actually connect with the people that are around you. And there's nothing lonelier than being surrounded by people and feeling disconnected from everyone. That's a really painful sense of loneliness and isolation. And I certainly have been there before in my life. So I know I know it. And, you know, here I am as a coach, always preaching that love is an inside job. It's good to always check in. You know, self-love is not a feeling. It's primarily a practice. And um, I try to practice self-love by taking the time to really look inward and reflect on what I need, reflect on what I am resisting, really bringing a lot of curiosity to, well, what in my life is flowing really well? And where in my life do I feel stuck or stagnant? Or maybe even like I'm going backwards, right? And as many wonderful things that are happening in my life, and as blessed as my life is, you know, I have the same challenges as everyone in terms of navigating that. So yeah, all of this is to say that 2023 has been interesting. It's been emotional. And It also has me really more committed than ever to doing what I can, doing my part to help people to feel more love and to experience more love. And if there's a theme for this season, that's really what it is. It's about how do we actually experience more love in a real tangible way. One way that we start to experience more love is to get comfortable with things feeling good, 
get comfortable with feeling relaxed, with feeling calm, with feeling in flow, because that might sound like, oh, well, of course, everybody wants to feel that. But no, because you think about it, what happens when things start to feel, quote, too easy? You know, dating is a perfect example. Oh, you know, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. And maybe it is because there are scammers out there. But in general, if that is your default reaction to things working out, to feeling good, is to become suspicious or to become worried that it's going to all fall apart. It's all very understandable. It's all very human. But it also shows that there is some discomfort with just letting things be and being grateful for the moment and having trust that things are going to unfold as they should and knowing that you deserve to feel good. You know, the example that I was just giving of this last night on Clubhouse, because I am still on Clubhouse hosting Manifestation Monday every Monday. You're more than welcome to join us at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. But I was talking about this last night at Manifestation Monday, which is how sometimes I'll be worried about something and I'm worrying and I'm ruminating and I'm thinking and analyzing, and then I'll get distracted and then I'll, you know, start doing something else and I'll forget or I'll get happy. I'll get, and then there's a moment where I kind of remember like, oh, wait a second, there's this thing. I'm supposed to be stressed about that thing. And it's like, luckily I'm able to catch myself in those moments now where I'm about to just turn off the happiness because it's like, no, 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 no. You can't be happy now. You've got to worry about this thing. And telling myself that the worry is me being responsible, right? Like, okay, no, I'm worrying about it because I'm coming up with a solution. But the reality is much of our worry is not about solutions. It's just about worry. And so that's one of the pieces of getting to know yourself and having this curiosity about yourself. It's like, wait a second, I am choosing to worry because I'm telling myself that that's what I should do. And that is a way in which it's one of those sneaky ways in which I am resisting being happy. I'm resisting being okay. And really looking at what you are resisting in your life. Even this podcast, me recording this podcast right now, this is me finally facing my resistance. I don't know why I've had so much resistance exactly. And I can, you know, speculate as to the reasons why I've had so much resistance. But I also, to, to starting, you know, recording this season, trust me, even though I haven't been recording episodes for months, I still think about it all the time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to start recording. What's the season going to be about? I don't know. Should it be this? Should it be that? Okay, no, I think I should have guests. Okay, I'm going to have guests. And then like, oh gosh, coordinating guests is so much trouble. But I said I was going to have guests. And all of this back and forth and all of this wasted energy that I've just been ruminating and the same conversation in my head over and over and over again. And finally, yesterday, I was like, okay, (laughs) enough is enough, right? So trust me, I only can speak about resistance because I know it so well. I know it so very well. When I sat down this morning to really plan out, okay, what is this season going to be about and have it really be part of a larger, more holistic message, approach, strategy that I'm employing this year, it's like, oh, not only is this not hard, this is great. I love my podcast. I love being able to release these episodes. And all of a sudden, I have all this excitement around it and something that I have just been resisting for so long. So hopefully this can also be something that maybe can inspire you because if nothing else, you'll at least feel relieved 
When you stop resisting, you'll at least feel relieved. So I want to encourage you to just be really kind and really compassionate towards yourself because that's self-love in action. And just with that kind, compassionate curiosity, just reflect on what you have been resisting. What is that thing you're avoiding? What is the thing that you're ruminating over, over and over and over again? And I want to encourage you just to choose one thing that you can do today to break that cycle of resistance and to free up that energy so you can be in flow. And when you are more in flow, when you are able to be more present, then when you feel that resistance kicking in again to try to tell you, wait a second, don't worry, do this thing or, you know, get distracted, just notice it. Don't judge it. That's just how the old program keeps running. Take a deep breath. And the more that you can just choose to not give in to that old way of thinking, I mean, we're never going to do this 100%. Okay. This is not about perfection. This is not about never having a negative thought or self. No, 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 no. We're human. We're going to have those thoughts. That's just how it goes. You always get to choose again. But it is about making a decision. I'm going to do what I can to begin to default to what I actually want versus what my condition pattern has led me to, right? So that is self-compassion in action and it's really powerful. So I encourage you to practice that as you are reflecting on where that resistance is showing up in your life. And by the way, everybody has resistance. So if you're like, there's no resistance, no, you're human. There's some resistance. (laughs) There's always some resistance. And for some of us, we know right away where we're resisting. So if that's you, please, please give yourself this gift. And once you do take that action, then please take a moment to give yourself credit, pat yourself on the back, high five, and really reinforce what you've just done, because that's going to give you the confidence, right? You did something hard, you did something new, you did something you've been avoiding, and now you celebrate that. And that gives you the confidence to know, okay, I can do this. And that's how it gets easier is with that piece of really giving yourself that credit. So please don't skip that part. It's really important. Okay. So before I wrap up, I mentioned this, but I want to tell you all about my new course, How to Date with Intention. I really want you to check it out if you are ready to really commit to a regular practice of really approaching dating specifically in a way where it's going to transform for you, in a way where you're going to really harness and understand the power that you have over your dating experience. It is a 30-day course. It's delivered via text. You get text messages to your phone every day with your lessons right there so you don't have to log into anything or anything like that. It'll all be on your phone. But every day, so you'd have to set aside some time to watch the lesson, to do the heart work. I'd say it's about a 30 to 45-minute daily time investment. Um, so if that is something that appeals to you and you're ready to do that, it's 21 days. So, you know, it takes that commitment. Look, if you miss a day or two, you still get the whole course. It's still there for you, but it is designed to be done in 21 days and you have a few days off in that time as well. So I'm really excited about it. It's definitely 10 years in the making. It is the course that I wish that I had to get me on the right track and dating in a way where I wasn't wasting so much time and I wasn't spinning my wheels and I wasn't feeling like I don't know what to do. So this course I created to be the best 
substitute that I've ever created for working with me directly one-on-one. So it kind of feels like we're working together directly because, you know, I'm popping into your text messages every day. It's also available on WhatsApp. So check out the show notes if you want to learn more. And for a limited time, you can get 20% off with the code Dear Franny. So Dear Franny will get you 20% off How to Date with Intention. So check that out in the show notes. And as I mentioned, I'm going to be back next week because we got a lot to cover this season and I'm really excited to dive in and really help you to embody the love that you want, to have more joy, to have more flow, to date in a way where it is worth your time and it is productive and you actually meet someone to build the kind of relationship that you want to have. All of these things can be done. And um, my goal this summer is to help you get closer to all of that. So thank you so much for listening and check the show notes again for more information on how to date with intention. And I will be back next week. If you have enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Please, if you wouldn't mind taking the time to rate the podcast, if you want to write a review of the podcast, that would be amazing as well. Thank you for all the five-star reviews and ratings. And thank you for those of you who have shared the podcast on social and also with your friends. It's really, really appreciated. Definitely one of my intentions for this season is to grow the audience for the podcast. So if you want to join me in that by helping and sharing and rating and reviewing and all of those things, I am super grateful. Um, And I'm grateful to you just for listening. (laughs) So thank you very much. I will be back next week. Have a beautiful week. Take care.